Support for the MPTE Clinical Files comes from the PT Hustle. Have you failed the MPTE more than once and are you a bad test taker? The PT Hustle is the leading NPTE preparation company that specializes in one-on-one -on -one coaching for physical therapists who have failed the MPTE. The PT Hustle focuses on helping students figure out why they are failing and then work with each student one-on-one, -on -one, week by week, to achieve a passing score fast. So forget about the constant frustration of not being able to get over a 600. Sign up for your first evaluation today to finally figure out why you are not passing. Sign up at www.thepthustle.com. Again, that is www.thepthustle.com. The PT Hustle. Identify. Execute. Dominate. The MPTE Clinical Files is intended to be used as a learning resource for unlicensed physical therapists preparing for the National Physical Therapy Examination. The MPTE Clinical Files is intended literally for entertainment and educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based on only one source. Therefore, this podcast should not be used as the sole source of personal, clinical, legal, or medical advice. While care has been taken to ensure the accuracy of all answers and rationales, on a rare occasion, mistakes and factual errors can be present, as we are only human. From the creator of the PT Hustle, this is MPTE Clinical Files, one mock MPTE-based question told and solved week by week. Thank you for tuning in to the next MPTE Clinical File. This is Kyle Rice, the MPTE Prep Coach, the founder of the PT Hustle, and the creator of the MPTE Prep Success Course. And if you haven't already joined the free Facebook group called Smart MPT Prep, you need to do so today. Each and every week, we go through tips, tricks, and strategies in order to boost your MPT score, but to also improve your overall MPT preparation. So join Smart MPT Prep today, and I will get you in. All right, so for our next case, we have our patient named Michael. And Michael presents to outpatient physical therapy with complaints of right shoulder pain that has been present for the past three weeks. The therapist diagnoses right bicipital tendonitis. The treating therapist selects iontophoresis and would like to apply the correct medication and setup. Which of the following is the most appropriate to treat his condition? And so we have A, acetic acid with the anode as the active electrode. We have B, dexamethasone with the cathode as the active electrode, C, lidocaine with the cathode as the active electrode, and D, dexamethasone with the anode as the active electrode. All right, and so when we start this question off, we see that this patient has right shoulder pain present for three weeks, all right. Um, it even goes in to tell us exactly what's going on. It says it's a right bicipital tendonitis. Right, so we have an inflammatory condition of the shoulder going on. Um, it's persisting past this acute phase. Um, and now the treating therapist wants to select iontophoresis um, in order to address this. Okay, so iontophoresis is appropriate. And if you don't understand what that is or you've never really gotten an opportunity to look at what iontophoresis is, um, iontophoresis is a modality that we use as physical therapists. It's an electrical modality, and it induces transcutaneous movement of ions across the skin and into target tissues. But what does that really mean? That really means that 
we're using this device in order to push a medication across the skin and into a target tissue in order to resolve some type of situation. Now, there's a lot of different medications that we can use with iontophoresis, but the number one uh, medication that we use is dexamethasone, all right, an anti-inflammatory drug. And we will use that, obviously, for some type of inflammatory process. Now, there are other types of medications that you can use with iontophoresis, and it's important that you know those, but it's more so important that you understand dexamethasone and the setup. And that's exactly what this particular question is talking about because it says, and would like to apply the correct medication and the setup. All right. And so what they really mean by this setup is, you know, should we have the cathode or the anode? Um, these are different types of electrodes depending on whether you're talking about being positively or negatively charged. All right. And Always remember this concept that when we're dealing with putting a medication right under the electrode, we're always looking to put the same charges together. So if you have a medication that's negative, negatively charged, then you want to have an electrode that is negatively charged. And the reason being is that you want the medication to be repelled from the electrode, pushing that into the skin. If you had opposites, right, if you had a uh, medication that was negative, an electrode that was positive, well, the medication would stick to the electrode, so to speak, right? It wouldn't actually be pushed into the skin very well. So we are looking to use negatively charged medications with a negative electrode, positively charged medications with a positive electrode. That's how that whole process works. And that is more or less what this is talking about, this question is talking about as far as the setup. And so the question here is, which of the following is the most appropriate to treat his condition? We go down into answer A, and it says acetic acid with the anode as the active electrode. Okay, well, you have to understand what acetic acid does as a medication, which is typically used for some type of calcium deposits. You might see that in post a uh, rotator cuff tear where there's actual calcium deposits that go into the muscle tissue, all right? You can have something along the lines of that acetic acid is really good for disrupting those calcium deposits, right? And getting those calcium deposits out of there, all right? And resolving that condition. That is primarily what it's used for, Okay, and so that's not what we're dealing with here. In the question, it says nothing about how there's calcium deposits or the person had a radiograph or an x-ray that was done and it showed calcium deposits in the biceps muscle. It didn't say anything like that. All right, and so acetic acid is already not correct here. We don't have to worry about the anode and all that other extra stuff. All right, it is not correct. So A is out. We have B. It says dexamethasone with the cathode as the active electrode. All right, so like I was explaining to you before, iontophoresis and dexamethasone really go together very well because it's the most commonly used drug with iontophoresis. And iontophoresis um, and dexamethasone is utilized for inflammation. So that fits this patient's condition 100%. I like that. But now we have to determine what the setup is gonna be here. What's the correct setup? What says the cathode is the active electrode? All right, the cathode is going to be the one 
that's going to be, you know, either pushing the, the medication or not. Well, then you have to understand what's the charge of dexamethasone and then what's the charge of the cathode. All right. Can I give you a mnemonic right now to help you remember this forever? Can I give you that mnemonic? All right. So the mnemonic here is a black cat. All right. And black cats, you know, are, you know, even though you may love black cats, I don't know, possibly, but black cats are typically like a negative thing, like a negative sign. Like when you see one, it's just something about a black cat, right? Something negative. Okay. And that's exactly what the cathode is. The cathode is negative. Now, if you love black cats and it's positivity all day for you, well, that mnemonic or, or that way of thinking about it is not going to really help you. But black cat, remember negative, remember cathode, all right? And I always, I always associate that black cat with a name, the name Dexter, Dexter the black cat. And that's how I know that Dexter or dexamethasone is negative and goes with the cathode, which is negative. All right. And so B right here makes a ton of sense. This is correct. Not only is dexamethasone for anti-inflammatory purposes, we need that, but at the same time, it's negatively charged and so is the cathode. So we know that we're going to get those that repel effect. We know that the drug is going to be pushed into the skin and actually get down to the target tissue. This works. All right, let's look at C. C says lidocaine, right, with uh, the cathode as the active electrode. Now, lidocaine, first of all, is a positively charged medication. We already said a cathode is, is negative, right? Black cat, negative, right? So that those are opposites right there. And so this answer cannot be correct just based upon that fact. All right, lidocaine is positive. The cathode is, is negative. Um, those are opposites. They'll attract each other. They're not going to repel like we want. So this cannot be it. That's first thing. Second thing is the fact that, you know, lidocaine is not going to be the best for this specific situation. Yeah, you can use lidocaine for pain. Yeah, you can use lidocaine for analgesia. But is it going to uh, address the patient's inflammation? No, it's not. All right, so lidocaine is not the best answer here. So we can eliminate C. And the last answer choice is D, dexamethasone. And it says dexamethasone with the anode as the active electrode. Well, remember, Dexter, Dexter the black cat, right? Dexter is negative. It's negative. The anode is positive. Okay, and so those are opposites. Attract. The medication will stick to the electrode. It will not be repelled and pushed into the skin. This is not an effective treatment. Dexamethasone is correct, right? But we're not using the correct electrode to push that medication through the skin. So D is not correct. So when we look at these answer choices, again, kind of recapping on this, acetic acid is not for anti-inflammatory purposes, so we can get rid of that one. Um, C says lidocaine. Lidocaine is also not for anti-inflammatory purposes, so we can get rid of that. D, dexamethasone with the anode, well, those are opposites attract, and that's not the best way or the most effective to push that medication through the skin, and so D is also not correct, leaving us with B, dexamethasone with the cathode as the active electrode. That is your answer. All right, I know that it was a lot of that was a lot of ionophoresis and maybe some physics coming back to haunt you a little bit. I don't know. 
But here, here, before we get done with this topic, I do want to expose you to a mnemonic that I use in this situation. I already told you about Dexter the Black Cat, right? Hopefully that sticks with you. But I also want to uh, add something to that. Maybe this will help you. Now, Dexter the Black Cat has a owner, right? And the, the owner is named Sally. Okay, and Dexter always ignores Sally. D-A-I-S. Dexter always ignores Sally. And so what does that really mean? What I'm, what I'm going to make for you, this mnemonic is taking a look at all of the negative medications that you need to know for the MPTE. All right, all the negative medications. You ready for it? Here it is. Dexter is dexamethasone. We already said that. The A, always is going to be acetic acid that is also negatively charged. The I is for ignore, that is going to be iodine. And S, S is going to be for Sally, and that's salicylates. That's an inflammatory, anti-inflammatory medication that is also negative. So we have Dexter, always ignore Sally, or dexamethasone, acetic acid, iodine, and salicylates, okay? So if you got this answer correct, congratulations, iontophoresis is not always the easiest topic to get uh, questions correct if you haven't been exposed to it, but take yourself to the next level. You know, add in some other medications. Think about some positive medications and the uses for that. I gave you iodine. What's the purpose of iodine? When would you use it? When would you not? When would you use acetic acid? When would you not? You know, take yourself to the next level. Get ready for those curveballs that the MPTE throws. I can't wait to see you on the next MPTE clinical file. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to the MPTE clinical files. Support for the MPTE clinical files is provided by the PT Hustle. Have you failed the MPTE? What are you going to do differently this time to get a different result? You should try one-on-one -on -one coaching in order to get you the direction and structure that you need to be successful. Stop guessing whether you're going to pass on your next attempt. Sign up for an in-depth MPTE evaluation today to figure out the quickest way to passing the boards. Sign up at theptehustle.com forward slash services. Again, that is theptehustle.com forward slash services.